Hey, how are you? I'm well, how are you? I'm pretty good. Well, as good as good can be, or as good as I can be right now. Wait, wait what does that mean? It means I'm not okay, <laughs> but I'm trying to be. Okay, understandable. Um, first, first things first, welcome to the show. I, this is I'm excited I'm excited too I, I, I've been waiting for this for a while um, what are you gonna go by for this for this show Jen Walters Jen Walters <laughs> what made you pick <laughs> that name Um, I can't a hundred percent get into it but it was work related okay we'll go with Jen Walters that's, that's cool are you doing all right today? You doing good? I'm doing well. Good, good. So let's get into it. Let's yeah. see. Uh, I should introduce the show. I think it's episode 47. I don't yeah. have a name for this yet podcast, and I'm your host. And I'm here with my special guest, Jen Walters. <laughs> and we're going to roll with that name. Uh, so where should we begin? Let's see. Let's start with love language. We'll go. We'll start oh God. There. <laughs> okay. Do, do you think? Do you? First of all, how do you feel about that? Um, I feel that they are, or at least in myself, I know that they've been. It's been pretty accurate, but yeah. yeah but I don't. I do think that they can change over time because mine definitely changed um i was pretty even across the board but um some things happened in a relationship and then some things that weren't important to me before like elevated and became important afterwards um i just and i honestly feel that i i still don't even know a lot about them like the book is sitting on my bookshelf and i like saw it today and I was like, mm, I should probably actually read this instead of <laughs> just knowing like the bare minimum Twitter information about it. So I'm going to get around to it. I'm reading another book now. And it's like the book that I'm reading now, it's it's a fiction book. And there are two, there are two books. And so a part of me is like, well, do I just want to do book one and book two? And then I'll move on to the five love languages. Or do I want to finish the first one and then do it? But um, yeah, uh, from what... I know I feel that they can be accurate, but I do want to get into reading the book and finding out more about them to be a little more educated when I talk about it. Which one, which one do you, which one was your old one? And, w- and what do you feel has changed? Well, that's the thing. And this is, it's so strange that this is even going on because I was looking through, um, a group chat that I have and I had like my old one and my new one pictured and I'm trying to find it now, but it was like three of them were tied like the same weight. And one of my friends was like, Oh, well that means that you're easy to love. Like you're pretty even across the board. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know if any of my exes (laughs) (laughs) with that meme, but, um, I I hear you. Thanks. Um, gifts was one of them. I think it was gifts, quality time, and physical touch. I'm pretty sure. Okay, wait, found it. Oh, no. Quality time was actually 
first and then acts of service, physical touch and receiving gifts was all the same. And then words of affirmation were last was last. Okay. And before we go any further, let me tell people for those, for the listeners out there who don't know what the uh, five love languages are, the not in any particular order, but they are words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time and acts of service. So I guess people take a test and then they they see, you know, which whichever one gets the most marks. That's kind of you kind of put them in order, which one means the most to you based on how you feel or what you think is more important. So. So that's where we are. I think mine was probably when I did mine a while ago, because I want to say I talked about this before, but I think when I did mine, mine was quality time and physical touch. I think those are my two top two. And I think I might have been tired for that. Okay. From what I know of you, I definitely feel like quality time is like super accurate. I think so too. I think that's definitely a thing. And I think as I've gotten older, I've learned to appreciate the people in my life and the time that I get because your time can be canceled at any time. And the way you build strong bonds and strong relationships is through time, like quality time. You have to kind of be around people like be around them or like even be on the phone or, or in constant communication or some form of fashion to, you know, to kind of help establish that bond. Because if you don't do anything, you don't get anything. There. Do you think there's a difference between like being on the phone and FaceTiming people? Uh, yeah, there is a difference. Same concept, <laughs> but I do think there is a difference. Like, because you get to see the body language, you get to see their face, you kind of get to be in the moment with them then. Um, so it's almost like having a face to face conversation, even though they're not physically there. So that's how it feels for me. That's fair. That's fair. What, what's your take on it? I do. I do. I think it's different, too. And I, pr- I prefer FaceTime over phone conversations. Um, that's why I don't I'm not a fan. Well, I mean, I guess there's Google Duo, but yeah, I'm not a huge fan of android users and dating them but yeah you can't date an android user <laughs> they're like communists or something i i just don't understand what's wrong well no i guess they would say that we're communists because we legitimately all have the same phone like you can't you can't yeah. customize the ios <laughs> when you like like, that, oh we yeah. have differences we have choices i'm like great great yeah they phones just don't ever work so <laughs> i guess that's I, their commonality thank you my phone was glitching bro I couldn't get it sorry buddy um, but yeah I definitely feel like there is a difference and I I, I would prefer face to face conversations too you know because you know, people use technology to, to do dirty things and I'm not really a fan of that like don't don't try to be sneaky um, so what, what very true what do you think your love language has changed to now like what changed so I um, had a situation with my ex where um, he came to visit and we went out to dinner and I posted like our plates on my Instagram story and I get a message the next morning and it's it's again it was our plate was the focus of the of the pictures but his mm-hmm. arm 
was in the picture with his plate. And so I get a message from some woman who I don't know. And she was like, hey, is this such and such? Because we've been together for six years and been living together for for two years or something. I was like, who wow. is that? Like, That's pretty I crazy. Had, like, he had woken up and he was watching Sports Center and, like, I had the phone, like, dead in his face. Like, who is this going? And it was just, like, that was really, like, the downfall of us. Um, and I don't know. Like, just after that, I just, I just, this insecurity in me just, like, was bred in like came out and so like I didn't really require a lot of words of affirmation before but then like afterwards I was like suddenly I wanted to hear it like I wanted to hear how you felt but another part of me is like talk is like cheap and like you gotta show it too and then that's why I feel like you know before it was more again acts of service quality time like physical things to you know buying gifts like tangible things that you could do mm-hmm. whereas just saying something and saying something but you could still be going out doing xyz because at the end of the day he was telling me all of these things before but still had things going on behind my back and allegedly the situation it was his ex he had not been with her for in a in a number of years and he was not living with her and all this other stuff but there were still other things that happened that I wasn't okay with um and I don't it was just like suddenly I felt like I needed to be loved in and any type of way that can be loved like I need it like I need that now because I just was so broken by like that situation I, I understand like that that sounds like it can be like a you know a, a shocker for anybody to you know to walk into something like, or wake up to something like that i know i have my own personal stories like i'm going to share them at some point and i have been sharing them all along but people just don't necessarily know like what i'm talking about who i'm talking about when the, the, the who what when where and how of what i'm talking about um so i definitely get you i well i know you touched on insecurities that i think we can talk about that too at some point um for me, I don't think mine has changed. I, I definitely like. I, I'm definitely a show me versus tell me person. Like you can tell me whatever you want, but your actions have to line up. Like whether it's to do or to not do, your actions has to match for me. Like you just can't tell me that you love me and then not show me, or you can't tell me that you don't and then you show me everything that you do love. So it's like, which one is it? Are you talking about both sides of your neck or what? Like I, I much rather somebody show me than tell me. And you know, and you mix that with the quality time. I think you have a happy me. That's yeah. fair. I mean, that makes sense. Like, who does again? Like, love is action. Like, it is what it is. Like, you can say whatever, but you got to be able to do something behind it. Like, you have to. Yeah, words without action is. I forgot what they said it was. <laughs> this is a quote. Like, words <laughs> without action is what. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I can't. I can't. Like, personally, I'm just like, a waste of time. That man is lying. Like, oh, that's where man. I go, but I know that's not what the quote is. <laughs> oh, man. I think, it's, I think words without action is, is, is it, is it, is it a just a try or is it a failure or something like that? 
I don't know, something like that. I'll look it up later. But I'm with you on that. Do 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 you feel well? Do you feel like love languages or or know, knowing your your partner's love language is important, or like how can you use that to your benefit? It's super important because I do think that you have to you have to know how to love your partner, how they want to be loved. And I'm not that's something that I feel that I struggle with because I'm just like, well, this is how I love people, and you're gonna accept my love because this is how I get it. And it's like, <laughs> no, that's wrong. Like, so for him, he was words of affirmation, and he had all of his reasoning um, from his childhood as to why hearing how I felt about him was so important. And for me, I was like, you don't see me here. You don't see me talking to you. You don't see me doing this. Why do I have to tell you? And then I had to take a step back and, you know, really tell myself, like, that he he doesn't receive it that way. Like, it does not compute for him that way. And so if you really want what you do, what you say, what you feel to be impactful, you have to talk to him in a language he knows how to understand. And so I started to do that. And I do feel like I did see a difference in our relationship when I did give him those words of affirmations. And um, I mean, and then I feel like he was able to also better accept me loving him through my love languages that way as through my own love languages. I do feel that it helps. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, I think everyone really just does want to be understood. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if this person's your partner, your significant other, like absolutely, like you want this person to understand you and to make effort to to care for you in the manner in which you want to be cared for. So um, I definitely think it, it's the beneficial and the right thing to do. And then it did, and then it just doesn't. It's not only to your advantage; it becomes to the betterment of the whole relationship. I agree with you. And I think I think in the past that may have been something I struggled with. But then again, I think I date people with similar love languages. But I also think sometimes people just misunderstand or everyone has a, their own reference of what love is. And and like what you think may be love may not be love to them, even though it, it really might be. But let's just say you grew up in a household where no one ever really showed you love. Like and you think that not talking to people quitting and running away is how you you know solve conflicts and things like that like that's that's something that that you got to learn to kind of overwork so let's say you got somebody who who's not a quitter like they're going to try to keep working at and trying to like be there and show you and these different type of things but this person doesn't recognize that because they've never seen anybody do it like I think that's where I were I was running into some of my my influence my not my influence but my uh conflicts in the past because I, I, I had to realize that everyone doesn't know what love is everyone has an idea or a perception or what the what the internet tells you or what the news or what your family tells you but everyone does not know what love is so i think when when it comes to like the way i love people i like to be affectionate and i haven't always been as well but i do like to spend time um, I like to be affectionate I like to try to make memorable moments for us That we'll never forget Because that's what makes your bond strong You know, like even the negative ones that, that helps make your bond strong If you can come out of it clean on the other side 
So I think for me, that's what I have had to learn is that if you first, first of all, people have to understand what love or you have to find out what their way of love or what love means to them in order to use your way of loving or their love language or your love language effectively. That makes sense. Yes. Good. Cause I didn't want to sound crazy. Cause like, cause for real, like I, I have, I think I've dated too, so many people who don't know what love is or they thought they was doing this or, you know, and then it just kind of like become like a, a cancerous situation because they don't know what they don't know. And you don't know what you don't know either. And then you just kind of. So, stuck. what do you do with that, though? Like, if you have someone who, and again, like, no fault to their own, how you grew up is how you grew up. They don't know what love is, or they don't know what love is in the way that you know. Like, what do you do? Like, because, like, do you feel if you really love them, like, do you then feel bad if you give up on them? Like, they might make you feel bad. Well, no, they might not make you feel bad because they just might be used to people quitting and they're just like, oh, it's another day. But it's like, what do you do? Like, because that can, again, if you really care about the person, then it can it can be hard. But again, it can just become toxic and nothing good may even come from it. Only thing, only thing I know to do is just to keep fighting. Like, try to be as patient as possible. Like, I'm a very patient person. I always try to fight for what I believe in. Like, no matter how ugly it gets, I'm not gonna give up on you until like I really feel like we've exhausted every option we have. Um, but you also have to just a, a factor of maturity has to be in there too. Like, both parties have to be mature and be able to have an open and honest conversation about it, and be able to discuss like where where is this going wrong or like. Or like, what do you expect from me? But everyone isn't emotionally capable of handling those type of conversations. So when you do get somebody like that, like there's only going to be one or two things that's going to happen. Like the relationship is going to either break or it's going to, you know, get better. But people have to, to learn to recognize that things aren't always what they appear to be or like what you have known them to be. That makes sense. It does, and that's fair. It is good because sometimes I feel like, like I know in my in my experience, I sometimes like I feel like I'm fighting a losing battle because no matter what I do, no matter what I say, this person just does not get that I'm trying to fight, that I'm trying to work, or that they're doing something that's destroying our relationship because they think that it's the right thing to do. And it's a painful thing to go through. It's like it's like it's like you've been on a roller coaster. Like it's up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And you don't know when it's going to end. But I think the sooner the two people involved can have a mature conversation, that's when things can, you know, turn around for the better. Just uh, are you sure? I think <laughs> well not not a hundred percent. Like I don't think that's a hundred percent accurate, but I think if you have two people willing to work at something, I think it can turn around. It may not always work out the best way, but I think it can turn around. And you can start making progress towards where you want to be. That might be a better a better answer. I mean, I can see it. I mean, again, I'm just because me and my we tried to work on it, but. Like we did, we went back and forth and like at first he was like, I think you're just going to need space. Like seriously, this isn't this, like he's been in like a similar situation 
And so I think you're going to need space. Like, you're not going to trust me. And I was like, oh, why you want space? You can go deal with her. And then it turned around. And, when I was like, <laughs> and then it turned around. And when I was like, you know what? I think you're right. We need space. Then he didn't want to give me space. And then we tried to then like really, really try to have mature conversations and communicate with one another and try and work through it. And it was like, it still didn't work. And it's, I don't know, I guess it's like, when when do you give up? Like, when do you just like, it's Mm. like, when do you know that you put in enough and it's like, there's nothing else I can do. Or that we can do because it's just it's not I remember one podcast the question was like can you rebuild trust in a relationship and like can you have a relationship that. without trust and I just kept on telling him like I do not trust you and we will never be able to get anywhere if I don't trust you and so, it's like yeah so, so do you believe let's 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 touch on that do you believe that <laughs> trust can be rebuilt I think it can be in certain situations, but it depends on the situation. It depends on, you know, what you did um, or what was, yeah, it depends on what happened. It depends on, it depends on the two people. It can happen, um, but there's no guarantee it will happen. True. Do, do imagine one more thing. Are you someone with trust issues? And now I am. <laughs> oh man. How old were you when this incident happened? This was, it's going on two years um so i was 30 okay so old enough um that's a good thing 31 but um it's just and then it was like his original go-to was like you'll i'll give you all the passwords to my phone to my email my twitter my instagram and i was like how is that trust like that's not me trusting you and i was like at the end of the day you're gonna go back to new york like who knows what you like i would who knows what you're gonna be doing like your phone won't be in front of me Mm -hmm. then clearly like you know he was he didn't follow her on social media or anything so i was like me having the passwords to your social media that's not gonna do anything you all could be texting one another and we're not in the same place i can't look at your phone so and i was just like it's not trust like it's just it's not trust at all yeah, I had somebody who wanted to get my all my passwords, and I didn't think it was necessary. Like, if you need all of that, then you don't trust me. And it ain't because of a situation that's happening now. You've never trusted me from the beginning. This was a topic of discussion when we first met. Like, how can you gain trust because, I mean, from, from having my passwords? Because obviously, if I don't want you to find out, I'm not going to do it on the things that you have <laughs> access to. So that's not going to help you gain trust. Like, like I could see if you was like, hey, well, you can check my stuff randomly right now or whatever. Or like, but then people can, you know, flip that to their advantage. But I don't think having the passwords to anything means anything. Like you have to, you have to put the time and the work in to gain trust. For me, you have my trust until you give me a reason not to. And even then, I can get it back. I mean, you can you can earn it back. But sometimes I feel like I'm always the one that people don't trust, and they really don't have a reason not to trust me. I think it stems from like past relationships or, you know, just different things. And I don't think that's fair for me because if you've never trusted me in the beginning, it's going to make it even harder for you to trust me when something does happen, even if it's even if it's a thing or not a thing. 
So do you think that trust can be earned back in any situation? Mm, me yes and that's because i'm extremely optimistic <laughs> but but i don't i don't know for a fact that it can be but i think like i said if two people want something bad enough or they both have a common goal in common i think anything is possible and i think love is very powerful and people people you know love always conquers everything like it's a gift and love conquers everything in my book. Like, if you love somebody, like, I say, do whatever it is you got to do to make things better. Oh, okay. Wait, and that, she wanted, like, out the gate, she wanted your passwords? Like, as soon as you all met? Uh, Pretty much, like, a month or two in, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like, she didn't yeah, want that's... me to have female friends either. Like, none. Like, none. And based yeah. on what I know now, I see why she doesn't because of how her male friends behave with her. Like, you know, my, my female friends never send me pictures of their genitals, of their breasts or anything. But when you got what? a dude that's sending you pictures of their like their private parts and telling you that, oh, he got what I want and all these things like that. Like, that's not somebody who's a friend. He's not somebody who cares anything about your relationship. That's wild. And yeah, I could I could see why, because. Yeah, if you think that that's what friendship is, yeah. then I wouldn't I wouldn't want that yeah. either. And I think a oh lot of gosh. people's issues with things stem from how they behave in situations because people like to project. Well, if my male friends are doing that, imagine what his female friends are doing. No, everyone's friends aren't like yours. Everybody's friends aren't shitheads. Like you allow that because there's something you've done in that relationship that made this person feel comfortable enough to do it. None of my females would dare try that. At least not that I know of. I've never gotten a dirty picture or a dirty text or a sly comment or any negative input about any relationship I've been in from my female friends. But when you but but you on your other hand, from hey, what ooh. I know was that? You said No, ooh. go ahead. It just oh. you No, I said ooh, because it, oh. it reminded me of another part of my situation that I'll get to after you finish oh, Lord. <laughs> but <laughs> after I found out how you behave or how your male friends behave with you I see why you don't want because you probably think that I'm doing the same thing but I'm not I genuinely have good friends and all of my good female friends have been on this podcast at some point in form or fashion or had an input on it but they've never done some of the things I've, I've I found out about one person I was involved with like that's not a friend that's somebody who has a motive and looking for a window of opportunity. Uh, they're called orbiters. And I remember like, interesting. Um, it was in college and like people would always talk about them in the sense of men will orbit women. And I was like, women orbit men as well. They do. And I don't think as many people want to talk about it. I don't think as many people want to admit it. I was like, Oh no, it's definitely a real thing. And so something that happened with my ex. So first of all, to back up, he knew that the girl had been stalking my social media and he never told me. And I was mm. like, why were you protecting her? And he was like, I wasn't protecting her. Like, I thought I was protecting you. I was like, I felt that you were protecting yourself because, of course, you didn't want for me to flip out and you were protecting her and I want to know why you are prioritizing other women over me that's a good and fucking question because I've been through that too <laughs> I'm like I'm just like you know that someone is you know that this is your ex you know that she's 
on my social media. Like, why, like you, and the thing was, so, like, apparently she had been, like, calling him. So, like, when I was asleep that night after dinner, she had called him, like, he had went into another room and he was talking with her. And I was like, so you knew she was a loose cannon. Like, you knew that she was going to do something and instead of you coming forward and coming clean and telling me what was going on you kept on trying to hide it from me because again you're definitely protecting yourself and i feel that you are protecting her and then even when i asked him like who who is this because the thing was when he was he drove my car to dinner his car his phone was in my cup holder and it started ringing and it's just like i just looked at it saw a girl's name, saw her big old face pop mm. up on his phone screen. And I was just like, whatever. I didn't think anything about it. Like I didn't, but then as soon as I saw her name, her Instagram name, it clicked. And I was like, wait, is this the same girl who was calling you last night? And he sat there and he lied and said it wasn't. And it's she, that girl, she be making up names. Ta -da -ta -da -ta. And I was like, you really sat here and lied to my face, like That's over crazy. this. And you were, legitimately caught like so now you also think that i'm dumb so you're insulting my yeah i don't like people to insult my intelligence either don't play me like i'm fucking dumb because i know so more after all this thank you because i can read the girl's name is not hard it's four letters like don't play with me but then no it was three letters Whatever. but when he went back home he went he was talking to his friends trying to figure out and so his best friend was a woman and um no well even before he went back home like he had like left the house because of course i was like call the girl in front of me call the girl in front of me he didn't want to call the girl and mm -hmm. then me like i went into the living room like i was just i had a recommendation letter to write for one of my coworkers, so i was like i'm gonna do this he left and he went talking to his best friend so she knew everything that was going on and she basically stayed abreast of everything as we continued to have our ups and downs and fight with one another and somewhere down the line like it came out that she she made the comment she was like well if things don't work out with you and her you know maybe we can give us a chance and i was like, uh, uh, I was like, excuse me and i was like so you know that's not your you know you can't be friends with her anymore like you know if exactly. you think that this relationship that if you are going to repair me and you you cannot be friends with her and that was a fight as well and then it had come up apparently that way back when like they were they've known each other for years like when they were in high school they had some type of sexual experience with one another and he was like i told you this before i told you this and i was like you know what at first, I was like, you. I was vehemently denying that he ever told me this. I was like, there is no way. And then I really thought about it, and I was like, you know what? There's a chance that you did tell me this before. And there's a chance I just didn't care because I actually trusted you at that point in time. But now I can no longer trust you. So now this is why it's a problem to me now, because you showed your hand and you showed me who you can be, and now I don't trust any of it. And I damn sure have no reason to trust her because the comment that she exactly Maybe. he was also talking to me to some girl who we used to sleep with who lived in his building and i was like why are you going back and 
telling me and telling all these girls who used to sleep with about our issues. Like, what I is your know problem? Exactly. It's, I swear, man, I feel like you either reading my diary or you've been watching me. Cause <laughs> this shit is, this can't be true. This can't be real. Cause I know, man, this shit happened to me. Go keep going though. Like when I tell you, and he was like, you know, and he was coming back and he was telling me, he was like, oh, well, I spoke to her because she's a Pisces. So I thought that I don't give a damn. I am telling you, me as myself, as the person who you claim to love and who you want to work things out with and who you are supposed to be in a relationship with. Like, wh what are you doing? Like, I'm telling you, damn what anyone else on the outside has to tell you about what they feel about this situation. Because they they're sure. not in it. Exactly, man. Exactly. <laughs> And it was, and then it took, that took time too. And he was, that took time for him to be like, I left her alone. I cut her off. He was like, you know, we live in the same building. So sometimes I'm going to catch her by the elevator. She tried to hug me. And I like told her, you know, I like stiff armed her. I let her know she had to back up this and the third, but everything took so long with him. Like it was always a fight and an argument and a back and forth before he would, finally like leave it alone and his whole thing is he doesn't like being told what to do so he's just he's not going to do it and so that was just like because then i'm not one to post my significant other i'm just not i've been that way with anyone i've dated he never really posted me i remember one time we i went back up to new york he lived to New York and I went back up to New York and me and him we met up we were going to the movies and he was like he ran into his homie like he posted on his Instagram story that he ran into his homie and I was like your homie like no uh. and so me because I, I I I can admit it I have a tendency to be petty so then I posted on my Instagram story. So he's the only guy who I've ever posted. Like, you can't go through my Instagram and see, like, you, at no point have you seen, like, a bunch of my exes ever. So I was like, oh, you know, in Manhattan, downtown, hanging out with the homies since we homies. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so that was, like, the one time he ever posted me on his social media. But Shorty, who messaged me, he had so like I went back and I looked and I was like he has a lot of pictures of this girl all over the place and why are they still up why have these not been deleted and that was another that was another point that we would argue about and I was like you need to delete these pictures because then like one time you know Instagram will do the little oh remember this from 10 years ago and <laughs> allegedly that's what happened and he was like, he was in a place that had bad service and he thought he clicked out of it, but he actually reposted it to his story. And I was like, well, you know, if you would have deleted the picture, you could have never had that opportunity. And that was another thing. I was like, it's either those pictures leave or I leave because I'm tired. I'm just, and so it was just like, it was just so weird to me. I was like, you post and then there were other exes who he had posted and i was like so you can post all these other people but you posted me and called and referred to me as the homie though like that's that's that cardi B, that's suspicious yeah, that's, that's weird, weird. yeah like, mm -mm. no i just i couldn't i couldn't deal with it uh, man i'm telling you man i man i've been in a situation where 
Like to me, when people do stuff like that, it makes you feel like these other people that you're holding on to is way more important than me. Because if it's causing a rift between us and this is something that you say you want to do, you get rid of it. Especially if you know they're not beneficial to our relationship. Because the only one who should be making decisions in our relationship is us. And like you said something earlier and I was just like, I've been through the same exact thing. Like, I'm not really like, like, I don't really feel how you feel about the pictures. Like, I'm all for keeping the pictures. If that's how you feel, keep them. That's a point in your life. Like, it's a part of your history. Like, I don't really care. As long as you're not like feel that way then. Do not feel that way today. No, sir. You said you don't feel that way today? Do, like, you felt that way then. Keep that in your memory bank. Do not keep that on your Instagram. But I understand people can feel differently. Okay, yeah, I don't I don't post my exes on my <laughs> I don't post my I don't post people on my um Instagram either. Like I said I want to, but I feel like when you when you do, you you just bring a lot of problems to yourself. People start being, mm. you know, people start leaving comments. People come back from the past. People start, you know, just doing stupid stuff like sometimes you got to protect your relationship. It's not that you're trying to be secretive of anything, but it's because you're trying to protect your relationship. It's nothing wrong with having a little bit of privacy between the person that you love because when y'all go through it, when y'all don't go through anything like that's not that's nobody business but y'all's like y'all have to live that relationship not anybody else and i just feel like like when people have those kind of friends when they saying oh we gotta uh if, if you guys don't work out maybe me and you know they're not your friend so if you ever come to them with any advice guess what they're gonna do tell you something so you guys don't work out so they can get their motives accomplished like that's not a friend like like you said they're orbiters they're waiting for an opportunity they're opportunists and that's exact they're vultures they just hovering around waiting for something to fucking die and they swoop in for the kill no you don't do that and you don't go putting our business inventing to no other no other no other person especially not somebody you've been with or had feelings for you don't do no shit like that because guess what that does that makes you vulnerable to them and next thing you know, some shit happened. Now you don't added all these other variables and elements to the relationship or to the problem. And now you can't. Wait, can you hear that? I can't. <laughs> like, is that ringing in the thing? I mean, I can hear it. Like, but it's not like. I don't know how to stop like, this I thing. I can't hear it as clearly as I can hear you. I do not know how to stop this thing. It's ringing on my computer. Oh, that's probably why it's ringing on my damn computer. <laughs> Um. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny that yeah, but like you said, but if you got somebody that's been an ex or they they doing X Y and Z, um, um, like you you should just know if they saying stuff like that, you should just know they're not beneficial to your relationship for real. Absolutely, and like it, like you said, like why are you putting? You know, it makes you feel like, why are you prioritizing all these other people who aren't even in the relationship? It was like, I just didn't understand. And like, why keep those pictures up when this girl has effectively like done something to possibly ruin the relationship with the girl that you claim is your soulmate and you're so in love with? Like, why? Like, what is the purpose of hanging on to any of that when you saw what she did like I just I really did not get it like I just I did it and to this day I still I still don't get it I totally understand man like 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 I like when you tell me that something like that happens like I know that comes from a certain type of place 
Like I know that there's nothing good going to come of that 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 friendship, and if you're holding on to it, you're holding on to it for a reason, and you, that means that 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 particular person may may just be more important than me. Like, cause there's no reason for you to hold on to it. If like if all y'all do is is bitching moan on the phone about how you feel and what makes you bad or what makes you upset or whatever, and like like what is that doing? Like what is right. that doing? Right. It's not doing anything. So, like, why do you need this person in your life? Especially, like, all of a sudden, they popping up out of the woodworks. Like, where were they when, when shit was ugly? Where were they from the beginning? Well, so, with the ex, that was, like, his thing. So, um, they had hung out for his birthday. And this was totally unbeknownst to me. Like, I had no idea. And um, she had reached him because his grandmother had passed away the year before after his birthday and so this was his first birthday without his grandmother and his grandmother raised him so this was like his mother passing away and so she had always made like a super big deal about his birthday and so she imagined that it would be hard for him and it's like i get it um and so she reached out to him apparently he was like no one else no one else reached out to him not like he shouts him in a way like, hey, let's hang out. Like, hey, I know that you probably might be down to get you out of the house. Like, people told him happy birthday. But no one, like, did what she did. And again, I'm in a different state, so I couldn't. There was nothing I could do. Like, take him out, whatever. Like, I sent him a gift, did what I could. And so he was like, you know, she was the only person who hung, who offered to hang out with me. And I was just like, he he was like, he described it as like, I was this black hole and, you know, I was just happy that someone went to, you know, wanted to hang out with me and took that step. And I was like, okay, like on one level, I got it. Um, I really did. And I was just like, but we were dating. Like why? Like, I know I couldn't take you out, but it was like, he never expressed any of that to me. Like he never expressed like how badly he felt it being his first birthday without his grandmother. Like, none of this ever came to me. And he had some reason behind that because when his actual mother passed away, this was years ago, mm-hmm. I did not handle it well. And, but he still never addressed it with me. Like, I handled it poorly. And I admit that I handled it poorly. And like, I apologize. And I'm, I'm like, I should have, I really should have been more sensitive. And it was just like, from that, he didn't want to come to me with it. And I'm just like, but again, you never gave me the chance. Like, you never addressed this with me. We never communicated about this. And so you decided to, in your misery, go out with this person. And I can understand that maybe it didn't look like the intentions were, you know, shady or bad. I mean, he, she didn't know about our relationship at the time, I don't think. So, I mean, it's, you know if she's trying to get at him, she doesn't know what he's doing. So it is what it is. But then he was like, she was like from there, she was like, Oh, I think that you and I should try it out, you know, try to make us work again. And that's when he expressed her like, no, I'm, I'm dealing with someone else. And from there, that's when the stalking started and like her, like that's when all that stuff started. And I was like, you still should have told me 
And I just feel like he just took away so many of my choices in this situation. Like, he took away my my ability to try and right the wrong that I did years ago. And he took away my ability to know that, like, hey, someone is stalking me and who clearly now has, like, ill intentions because she's upset because you've moved on. And something that if you would have just, if you would have just came to me and said, like, hey, I ended up going out with my ex because I was super depressed over my first birthday without my grandmother. You took something that could have been like a small fight or something. I maybe just would have understood and just been like, hey, I get it, but please don't do it again. And you turned it into, and you allowed it to become like what effectively ended our relationship. Man, I totally agree 100%. I agree 100%. I know exactly how you feel. Exactly how you feel, and I've been through something similar. So I'm just letting you talk. And I was like, "Well, goddamn, like, like this, this, like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. We've never discussed this, but I, this is exactly how I feel. Like people like that just destroy the, it, just destroys everything. And it's like for what? For what? That that person isn't even worth it. But when you go to sleep at night, I'm the person that you're thinking about. But you thought it was more important exactly. to go hang out with this person. Like you don't you don't put yourself around somebody like that when you know they have those type of intentions. Like you just it's just not smart. Like why would you go out to eat? Why would you go hang out with this person at a place you know that they're going to be at? And if they see you, they're going to say something to you. And it's gonna cause a problem. Like mm. you don't do that And then you telling all this person All our personal business Somebody threatening the other person Now, now it becomes like Hey now it's not almost like an ego thing You got two dudes talking crazy Like like, like why that's, an, that's, that's a recipe for disaster Somebody's gonna get hurt All it three really of us really One really of us Or two of us Like you just never know Like but why create that type of situation When you don't need to I know exactly how you feel. It's a painful thing to kind of have to deal with. And like, you know, then people say, oh, you're jealous. Like, why would I be jealous? Like, that's not jealous. That's that's not you being jealous. That's you trying to protect your relationship. Like, I never right. cared about you having guy friends or being around guys. But when I know there's a guy actively trying to do shit and you keep telling me that this is a fucking friend. No. <laughs> like, why is this person reaching out to you? And the exactly. funny thing is, in my situation, this person is married. This person has two kids. And he has fucking Ooh. herpes. That, uh. <laughs> but he keeps trying to get you to have sex with him. And this is your friend. And you're gonna and if you do, you're gonna purposely know, willingly know that this person is married and you're gonna help him cheat. And you know he's actively out there cheating. But then y'all have conversations mm-hmm. like, hey, if we would have met at a different time, like we would have no. No, that doesn't work that way. Like, oh, I got the herpes from my wife. No, you if you're doing this shit here, you probably gave the herpes to your wife. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> but then, but you so gullible, you believe the dumb shit. Oh, his wife did this. It's, n- no. No. It's, it, it, it probably didn't work that way. Maybe that person, like, and I shouldn't even know this stuff about this person, but when you tell me, like, oh, this person's mad because his wife sucked somebody else's dick, like, maybe she did that shit in retaliation to him. But what makes you think that she's the 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 person on the, the offense here? What makes you think he's on the defense? No, 
Guys will tell you exactly what they want to tell you to get what they want out of you. And like it's annoying to have to do and say somebody's jealous because of what? Like I've seen what this dude do like a why would I be jealous of this person? I, and I, I hate to say that. I'm going to have to edit that out. I am going to edit that out. Um, <laughs> please. You said please? Yeah. Yeah, because I don't want to sound offensive because I know people go, go through stuff like that. But like this dude don't like, come on. Like you can tell this person's answer. Like why would I be jealous of that when I have what he wants? If anybody's yeah. jealous, it's the other person. Especially when they saying stuff like, oh, you, exactly. you know, like, come on and like, stop doing that. But you letting your, your miserable, ignorant, stupid friends put shit in your head to make you think that that's okay to do. No, it's not. Like, you don't do stuff like that. And like that, that stuff like that makes me feel away because I feel like you're putting everybody else in our relationship and you're making their opinions more valid than mine. And the only person whose opinion we should be worried about is ours. Like, it's kind of crazy. That's it. Like if that's how, if that's the dynamic they want, because I mean, if someone is coming to you and saying, "Oh, my wife cheated," and this, so that's still between them and their wife. Like if you want to come tell me, okay, but you think I'm gonna help you solve the problem? No, I'm exactly. not a therapist. That's not you. All can go to counseling. You all can separate. You all, but I'm not here to help you get back at your significant other. I'm not. That's not like. Exactly. Why would I want? Why would I want to put myself in that situation? Yeah, why would you? Especially if I'm, one, even if you're not in a relationship, why are you inserting yourself into someone else's relationship? That's one problem. Exactly. And then if you are in a relationship, now you're making a a second problem of what you're doing in your, of how that affects your relationship. Like, why welcome these problems? Why? I just don't get it, man. Some people just like like they like they say misery loves company. People do like I understand you having a tough moment in a relationship, yes. but like, but your friends aren't the place you go to to solve it. If you have a problem with that person, you go directly to that source. You don't get other people involved in your in your personal business, like, and I hate that. Like I don't care who it is, but we have to switch gears because we've been here forty nine minutes. Okay, absolutely. Because <laughs> we could be here all night. We could be here all night. Um, do you think like how do you feel about like are do you think men are allowed to have emotions or feelings? No. Like in the grand scheme of things, it's it's frowned upon. It's looked down upon. Um I agree. We are working towards becoming a more understanding and forward thinking society, but I think something that gets pay all of this is how, how patriarchy works and patriarchy was put in place by men and it's like this is the system that you all built but now as people get older as people gain more knowledge gain more emotional intelligence people are like oh wait this is wrong so okay if you feel that it's wrong what are you doing to now dismantle it? What are you doing to support it? Like, I, I want, like, I can only imagine how frustrating it is to feel something and to not be able to to express it. it. Like I've been in situations where I feel things and I feel like I'm, it's not appropriate for me to express. And so that, but that's only like in certain pockets. Like I don't, go day to day like that men more so go day to day like that like the only expression that you can have is like anger and i'm just like that must be exhausting and i just 
I want better for men. I want more for men. I want men to be comfortable and expressing themselves however they feel they need to. Because, I mean, we're all human. Like, they deserve... It's it's your birthright. Like, cry, laugh, black boy joy. Like, whatever you want to do, please do it. But it is, like, it's a long road to defeat that and to to get rid of the stigma that's behind it. I 100% agree. Like they always tell you men don't cry, boys don't cry, be tough, suck it up. But I think that type of attitude and that type of thinking is why certain demographics of people don't have meaningful relationships with their women and they don't know how to express love to their wives, their moms, their daughters because they're always being told to suppress how they feel. And I feel like for me personally, like I was dating someone and they told me I was weak because I was emotional or because I cry or because I voice my opinions on anything. Well, I'm not a real man because I have emotions like love. Like last time I checked, love is an emotion. It's OK for me to feel that. But I can't be sad about anything. I can't be disappointed. I can't. I yeah. Can't, you know, I, but why is that? Like why when people why, why? Why is it that when men are vulnerable, we get kicked in the nuts for it? Like, I don't like stuff like that. Like, especially not from your partner. You don't ever expect that from your partner. You might expect that from society, but for your mate or your significant other to tell you that you're weak, you're not a real man and different things like that because you have emotions. No, I'm not that type of person. Just because you and your fucking family suppress and hide everything and y'all don't know how to show love don't mean that I do. I mean, I have to, uh, 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 you know, I live by that same standard. Like, that's not right. I think men should be allowed to feel. And I think that's why men have a lot of rage in them, because they don't know how to express, because they've never been taught. They've never been shown. They've never been allowed to express their feelings. And that's something that I think plagues society. And I really feel like if men knew how to express their feelings or show, you know, treat women a certain type of way, I think people will have more meaningful relationships. And I think that men and women might be able to communicate better and get past certain things when when certain issues arise because they can talk about it. Like I, I like to tell people that I don't want to date anybody with a low emotional IQ. And people are like, what is that? I was like, because I need to date somebody who understands emotions. Not just happiness and sadness. You need to understand all the range of emotion that you can experience. I don't want a one one trick pony. I want a pony that does a, a lot of goddamn tricks. <laughs> and like, I don't think and there's nothing wrong fair. with that. That is definitely there's absolutely fair. nothing wrong with that. Like, it's just again, like even when, and I can completely understand, like, you you would not want to hear that from your partner. Like, I totally get it. But when your partners have grown up in this same society where men don't cry, men are tough, men are this, men are that, it is, again, they have to have that emotional intelligence. They have to have that emotional IQ to see outside of what society has told them, this is what a man is, and this is what makes a man. So absolutely not wanting to date someone who's not there, there's nothing wrong with that. Because if you're dating someone who has that low emotional intelligence, then no, you won't be able to be yourself. You won't. You are going to get hit with things like, oh, you're being weak, you're being dramatic, you're acting like a woman when you're just trying to express yourself. Like, everyone has emotions. Like, that is it. Like, I just, I don't understand. Like, you can have a bad day at work if you want to talk about it. Why wouldn't your husband want to talk about having a bad day at work, too? Exactly. Like, those things affect him as much. And it's wild because it's like sometimes you can see 
people see it in certain pockets. So like, I don't know who, I think it was Cam Newton and he didn't, they lost the game and he didn't want to do any post-game interviews. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, like how he's such a, he's such a thug. Like he's so unruly, a sore loser. Like, but when white male athletes do that, it's fine. And I saw a lot of people talk about it on Twitter. And I saw a woman you know, make the, you know, I saw a woman talk about it. And I was like, so you see that it's, you you can see that it's okay for men to have emotions. Like, essentially, all he, he had a bad day at work. Like, he was at his job. He had a bad day at work. And you're sitting here and you're saying, why is it that we allow white males to have bad days at work and act out how they want to and black males can't have bad days at work and they still you all expect them to perform and to stand up and talk about it okay so then take that out take out that they're athletes take out that they're famous take out the black and white make it man and woman you have a bad day at work you might want to come home and you may be in a mood you just want to drink some wine draw a bath whatever you want to do and you may not want to talk about it you may be reserved or you may want to talk about it you may want to cry about it you may want to scream about it so why can't your husband come home and have the same array of emotions over his bad day? Yes. So it's like they see it when it comes to race, but then it's like when it comes to gender, it's like, wait a minute, what? And I'm just like, come on, guys, come on. It's it's ridiculous, man. Like when 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 your significant other calls you a pussy because you're being emotional wow. and this person is way more emotional than you. Like I was like, what makes you think that that men are just just invincible like i get it like men do cry and i'm gonna tell you this like i feel like in a certain culture the women that i have dated from this particular culture their men from what they tell me i'm just speaking on their experiences with their people with their significant other um that they did not like that they did not show emotion they did not like that they didn't know how to love them it was always structure like this is how it is this is how it's always got to be but i know people who have dads who never told them they loved them that never cried in front of them like my friend almost died mm. and her dad did not say one word he just sat there because he didn't know how to express he didn't know how to express himself and every woman that i have dated with that always said they wanted to get away from that crazy bullshit and they think that that's why their homes are broken because men not knowing how to love their moms, their wives, their daughters, the proper way. Because it's always suppressed, hide it, I'm macho, I don't have to do these type of things. No, that stuff can give you an aneurysm. That causes disease in you. Oh, yes. And I'm not somebody who about to keep my emotions bottled up and then I just take it out on the wrong person one day just because I can't go home and express my emotions to the people that, that I care about the most. Like, that's not right. But I, I I really don't think men get a fair shake when it comes to that, especially like some women do see you like that. Like, I'm not afraid to cry. I'm not to tell people that I love them. I, I'm, tell, I'm not afraid to tell people I'm, I don't want to lose you, that you mean X, Y and Z to me. Like, that's not a sign of weakness. It takes a lot of strength to cry in front of somebody. Like, you don't you it don't really does. you don't chastise somebody for for being emotional and expressing how they feel. I think that's messed up. You don't use that to your advantage or, you know, you don't play on it when it's beneficial to you. And then, you know, when it's not beneficial, you use it. You use it to hurt that person. Like, that's not right. And, you know, I 
I had um, a guy, he was like, this is why women, I'm sorry, this is why men won't open up to women because we'll say something to you and then later on, you mm, throw it in our face. Exactly. And I was like, yikes. And it's like, I've seen it happen, most definitely. And Have you I ever done to, it? I am. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm going to say I've done it. I'm pretty sure I oh, have. Oh, like, no. I can't sit here and think of like a situation in which I have, but I'm pretty sure I have done it. And, you know, for whatever reason, like it was wrong. Like, again, I can't sit here and pinpoint and I can't tell you the story, but I'm pretty sure I've done it. And I 100% believe that it was wrong because it is hard to to be vulnerable with people. And so no one wants that thrown back in their face. And so it was something that over the years, like him saying that to me. And then again, just going through relationships with anyone, whether they're romantic relationships, relationships with my friends, my family, just trying to be a better person and to not like throw things back in people's faces or argue with people about their feelings and certain things. I've definitely tried to be better, but I, I understand like where he was coming from. And again, I feel like it's something that society makes okay. And it's something that we have to turn around and be like, it's not okay. And we have to do better. And I mean, it starts, at home, it starts in your own relationships. Like, you can't go on Twitter and change everyone's viewpoint in one day. But the least you can do is you can be a better person to the people in your life. Yeah. Like, knowing and hearing these things. Definitely. Definitely. Everything starts on. If you want to start change or provoke change, start at home. That's the best way I can tell somebody to do it. But That's it. I don't want to... I, I, know, just, I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know what culture you were talking about, but I know like, again, like things in other cultures, some things are just like so, so ingrained in other cultures because again, other cultures didn't have like their whole history wiped from them. And so like in Latin America, it's machismo and marianismo and it's the terms, it's their, it's their embodiment of masculine, masculinity and femininity. And it's just like so ingrained in them as to what they feel a man is and what they feel a woman is and another one um i don't know but it's a movie with aquafina and her grandmother is dying like she has some terminal illness but the family refuses to tell her because they're like it's not her burden to bear the families to bear the grief like you just go on like life is normal and it's just like those types of things like just those those cultural customs are just so ingrained in other cultures to where it's like yeah it can be hurtful and it's like while to us it is like that's that's breaking up your family this is breaking up your like this is not healthy for that they've been doing it for years and don't realize what they're doing yeah it's amazing. I mean, it's it's just like, well, I survived, so you can survive, and it's like, it's it's awesome. Uh, Why do you have to survive? We're not here for survival. We're uh, it's like we're not here for survival. We're exactly. here for much more than to exist. And this was something like I I told this to a guy I was dating. He was like, and it it would bother me like when I would ask him like, 
if he was okay. Like one night something had happened to him, he was stranded somewhere. And I was like, well, can you at least let me know when you get home? And he was like, he doesn't even know if he's going to make it home, all this other stuff. So when I finally spoke to him the next day, I was like, you know, like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And he was like, I'm alive. And I was like, I want you to understand that I want so much more for you than to just be alive. Like, I want so much more for you than to just wake up in the morning and exist. Like, I want you to be happy. I want you to be healthy. I want you to chase your dreams like i want so much more than that so like when people are like i survived i'm just like there's so much more past this life than just surviving and making it like day to day and maybe getting out of some of these habits you might do you know you might be able to experience these things and it might actually be enjoyable I agree. There's more to life than coping and surviving. We're not put here to do that. Like, why does everything will have to be I'll survive, I'll cope, I'll, you know, it shouldn't be that way. We're supposed to be happy while we're here. We're supposed to be, you know, making, I, I like to live by this one thing. Like, if you're not adding value or joy to someone's life, what are you doing? Why are you there? Like we're supposed to help make each other's lives better in some form or fashion. That may be by being in a relationship. That may be giving a homeless person an apple. That may be providing comedic relief at work. Like it could be anything. You're supposed to add value and bring joy wherever you go. You're always supposed to leave things better than you found it. Not worse. Yes. My coworker used to say that all the time. And I text her when I was at the job that I was at for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, she every time one thing that she always used to do like I worked with her for two yeah uh, two years I worked with this particular co-worker and whenever we went to the bathroom when she would wash her hands and she'd dry them off and then she'd take some paper towels and she'd wipe the excess water off of the counter and she'd say always leave it better than you found it and then <laughs> I like I took that with me. So then from that job, I went on to I w- it was the same place. So this is when I was working at the hotel. And then after I went, it was the same company. I just went to work to, at the corporate office. And then after I lost that, when I was at this last job that I was at, I was in the bathroom one day and I, you know, I did it. And I just thought about her and I, I had to text her and I was like, hey, you know, I was in the bathroom and <laughs> I had to wipe. I was like, I always do it. But it was like, I don't. Like I said it out loud this time and I was like, always leave places better than you found them. And she was like, I can't believe that that stuck with you. And I was like, why wouldn't it? Like, it's such a simple but great mantra to live by. Like, it's it's really simple. It's it's and you can do something like that every single day. You can't. I try to like I'm not perfect. I'm not the greatest boyfriend in the world. But there are certain things that I try to put like if, we, if you go into a relationship with that mindset, I'm trying to leave you better than I found you. And I have this this track record of dating broken people. I'm not always trying to fix them, but I don't know if it's um, they say you attract which are maybe I'm broken, too. Maybe I don't know it. I don't think I am, but maybe I am. But I always try to leave my relationships better than I better leave them better than when I found them. And I think that's why. A good deal of my exes can be friends. We can be friends and have a have an open relationship that way. It's not like oh fuck you, fuck her. Da, 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 da. It ain't gotta be that. Like we, you know, we probably left each other better than what we found. Like I never want to end anything on bad terms. 
And I think if you apply that, that those some of those same type of things to your relationships, I think things will be better for a lot of people. And then if you, if you have healthy relationships at home, you can go out and make healthy relationships with your friends and they can in turn, turn make that, you know, pay it forward, basically. Absolutely. And you know, you saying that you left your exes better than you found them because uh, all the time when you're like, I'm friends with a lot of my exes, I'd be rolling my eyes. <laughs> oh, <me? laughs> but you just saying that you saying that you go into relationships with that mindset and that is and, you know, you having that effect on them and really working to have them in a better, you know, to hopefully lead them and leave them in a better place than you initially found them. That's how you can continue to be friends with them. I OK, I can see why someone would would would, remo- would want to remain friends if that was the type of relationship you had. So, mm, OK, I'm going to roll my eyes a little bit. <laughs> when I hear you say that from now on. Oh man, but yeah, man, like I do like like I'm never out to hurt anybody. Like I'm always trying to. Like I, like, I feel like if you go into it being friends, then you'll never disrespect each other. Like, that friendship will always be there. And no matter, even, even if, the, if the romantic part of it dies, you can still be friends. You can still talk. And, you know, you can, you can go forward from there. But I think when you don't have that level of friendship, when you don't have those good intentions or you go into something for the wrong reasons, I think that's how things become pretty dark and scary. Like, for instance, I've dated someone who did have trust issues. Or I was just like, oh, it's, kind of, it's fine if she don't trust me. I'll earn her trust with my actions over time. Like, I'm not pressed about whether you trust me. Like, it's honestly something I'm never thinking about. But I just feel like if I keep putting my best foot forward and I just keep leading and painting a picture how I want this picture to be painted and, and putting my best foot forward, I think positive things can happen. Like, I'm not, I don't really, like, dwell on negativity. Like, I'm always focusing on, like, something positive. And it's not like I'm consciously like trying to be this person. I just I'm just being me. And I know me being me is going to lead to X, Y, and Z. So I'm not like purposely, oh, let me just show, yeah, let me try to be, to be Yeah, I'm not trying to go overboard to be a certain way. I'm just going to be me. And hopefully in time you're smart enough to recognize that, hey, this person might not be this bad person after all. Or maybe it's okay to open up and be vulnerable. I can let my guard down. I can trust somebody. I can love again. You know, based on you know your actions, I think that I think that was pretty good. I think that was pretty good. What is that? Is it something you heard? Wait. No, it was something, something over here. You- oh. I think something like something like like a key fail or something over here. Um, let's see. What else can we hit on? Um, I know you said something earlier. Um, can you admit when you're wrong? <laughs> In what situation? Any situation. In work, I I feel that I am a very different person at work than in my personal life. Work, I'm like, this is work, honey. Like, there's a process. You Mm -hmm. just say what you got to say and you keep it moving. If I was wrong, I was wrong. (laughs) And if there's ramifications, go ahead, slap it on me, and we're going to move forward. Like, Mm Work, yeah, I can, I can admit that. I remember <laughs> this one situation. There was um, one of my clients. They had a room block, and they submitted the rooming list for the room block, and I overlooked it, or they submitted it like super, super early, like way before their deadline, which was like 
almost unheard of. And I either overlooked it or because it was just like so uncommon, I was like, okay, whatever. They have plenty of time. I'll, I'll get to it later. But what I didn't know was they had more rooms than they had, than they had initially contracted for. And usually you have to ask, you have to go to the director, be like, Hey, my client wants more rooms. Can we, can we do it? Usually it was no issue. But again, didn't even look at it. When I got around to looking at it that weekend, or that it wasn't even a weekend, it was a weekday because it's a corporate group. But that time frame, we were strapped for rooms. Like we were like in the department, we were fighting with one another. Like my client deserves these rooms. No, my client deserves these rooms. And I was like, I've had this list for weeks and I could have gotten these rooms. Like if I would have opened and asked for this when I first got it, it would have been, I would have got it and it would have been no problem. And so the client's pissed. Um, the sales manager's pissed at me. And I was just like, yo, I was wrong. Like, I, it was just sitting in my inbox. Like, seriously, I was wrong. It was nothing for me to, to admit it. And then in the end, my client ended up getting them because for whatever reasons. But I was, I came out and I was like, yo, I was wrong. Like, I dropped the ball. Like, whatever you have to do to, Punish me, like do it. It is what it is. Um, relationships? <laughs> no, man. It's just because I think for me, there's emotion behind it. I don't have emotion behind work. My work is my work. I mean, I can get a little emotional about work, but I'm so much better at separating it. But when I'm dealing with someone who I'm like, you know me intimately, our emotions are in this it's harder for me to say that I'm wrong. I've gotten better at it over the years, but sometimes I am just like, I am right. You are wrong. And that's all I see. Or I just won't admit that I'm wrong because like you hurt me. So if I'm hurt, clearly I can't, can't be wrong. Cause I'm over here boohooing. So how can I oh, possibly man. be wrong? But, <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm trying to work on it. At least you're trying. At least you know. But some people won't admit. Like I can admit when I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Work, school, relationships, all of it. I can admit when I'm wrong because that's how you learn. Like I am where I am because of the mistakes I've made in my life, and I've learned to, you know, just admit when you're wrong and, and take those things as lessons learned, and 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 you know, and try to be better next time. And that's fair. And that's, that's the mature, logical way to look at it. Like I told, and I feel like I get into this situation a lot where it's like my rational, logical mind completely understands what you're saying. My emotions are on <laughs> and don't want to hear none of that. And I'm not going to, and I know that that, that being like that has gotten me in some bad situations or has made me make an already difficult situation worse. But it's just something about being in my little emotions. I just, oh, I, I don't, sometimes I just don't want to budge on whatever my stance is because I, I feel just feel you. that strongly about it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But after after things cool down, can you go back and talk about it with, with, with whoever? I can. And then that's, and so that's another thing for me. And it was uh, actually an issue that I had recently where because I know how I can be with my emotions, I 
will not always want to talk about something when it happens because I know that I might fly off the handle. And so I will try to wait to talk about things. He was the opposite. He's like, it happened now. We're going to talk about it now. And I was just like, that's for me. I do not, that cannot always be productive. But I was like, you know what? I tried to make an effort to where, like, I recognize that this is how he is. And it's not that I cannot have a mature conversation. Because I can't have a mature conversation. It is just controlling my emotions so I can have a mature conversation. And so if I'm able to cool down and control my emotions, you know, 10, 12, 24 hours later, how can I speed up that process to try and have a conversation right when it happens, when he wants to have it? So it was like, I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to take that little break to uh, cool down and gather your you. thoughts because in the heat of the moment, people say a lot of things that they mean. I mean, they don't mean and they can't take back. Right. And I've I've done that in the past, but I've also been on the receiving end of people saying things to me that they can't take back. And like I'm somebody who takes you at at your word. Like if you tell me that you don't like me, you don't like me. Eventually, if you keep telling me that and you keep showing me that, I'm going to believe it. So for me, I'm somebody who, you know, I try to say what you mean and mean what you say. Like, just don't say stuff just because you're trying to hurt my feelings or or doing stuff just in vain, you know. So I, I definitely have been, you know, I, I get what you're saying, but I think it's it's cool to take a, you know, just take a couple of minutes, couple, you know, 10, 15 minutes or however long it takes, whatever the situation is, whatever's applicable and just take that time to, you know, just gather yourself, gather your thoughts before you say or do something that you, you know, you make lifetime decisions or life changing decisions over temporary feelings. And you definitely don't want to do that because all it takes oh. is one thing and you cannot take that shit back. And like, it's not fun. Like, it's not fun. <laughs> what, what happened? I had an ex who said that to me once, the making life-changing or making long-term decisions off of temporary feelings. And uh-huh. this was... So this was a time... This was maybe, like, like, when I was first trying to ease into, like, calming myself before having a conversation. And it was... <sighs> He had a strange, it was a strange situation. He had a woman friend who was, he uh, through the course of our relationship, he had a couple of people who couch surfed and like slept on his futon. And it was like, whatever, I didn't care. And so one night me and him were asleep in his room and she went to the bathroom and there was no, he's, he's a guy, like, I don't know, like, a quintessential guy doesn't have towels and stuff like that. So he had like his bath towel on the floor of his bedroom and we are asleep. It is the dead of night. This girl comes into my boyfriend's bedroom and gets his towel off and wipes her hands. And I was like, I woke up and I was like, I have to be dreaming. Like this did not happen. Like, because I just felt like that was disrespect. Like, why is she that comfortable? And then she also used to walk around without pants. Like, she just used to wear, like, a football jersey and mm-hmm. no pants. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, why is she this comfortable? So I remember a couple, maybe, like, the next night or the next day, he was talking. He was like, oh, are you going to come over? And I was still upset. And I was just like, I don't want to come over. 
He was like, why? What's wrong? And I was also, I was either on or starting my cycle at the time. And so I was like, I felt like I might be a little irrational and emotional right now. And so I didn't want to tell him at first. And then I, I finally was like, I don't want to sit here and come over and fly off the handle and say anything to you or your little house guest that is going to, that I'm in this temporary, like riled up state that is going to make a lasting impression or issue for our relationship. He was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, what she did. Like, I was like, I had, to, I was like, was I dreaming or did she come in the room last night and wipe her hands on your towel while we're sleeping? Cause I know you weren't dreaming. And I was like, I am like seething angry about that. And I was like, I do not want to come over and fly off the handle off of this situation. Mm-hmm. Like, does it need to be discussed and handled? Absolutely. But right now, I feel like I cannot do it in a mature way. And he was like, nah, I agree. And yeah. And so you saying that, it just brought me back to that. And I was like, no. I mean, I do think, I think that that is a very good, it's a very good phrase. It's very true. Like, why let the heat of the moment ruin possibly everything? Yeah, like you never want to be too irrational or make uh, hasty decisions just based on how you feel. Because, like, for one, you could be wrong about what you feel. Like, you feel that way because you think it's not about what you know sometimes. It's what you think. And you shouldn't dwell on what you think or just make moves off what you think. You should go off what you know. And that's pretty much what it is. And, like, that type of thinking can get you in a lot of trouble or get you in a position where... Is you know you can't come back from. Exactly. And, and you know, like just I think it's just I think it just comes with time and maturity. Like once you get to that point, you'll you'll you know you you'll just know you'll just know. Yeah, it's it's just like so many it's just so much stuff to figure out. And the more and more like the older I get, the more I talk about it with people, I was like, what other way is there to figure it out than to just go through it? Like I mean, there's so much there's so much talk like my parents never really spoke talked to me about dating and like how to be in a relationship with anyone. And I'm a part of me is like, you know, how much would have how much talking would have really helped anyway and so i do think i mean so much of it is just you just have to experience it you really do that's the only way that it's gonna ever work out true true can't go wrong with that Can't go wrong with that. Let's see what else we got on docket. We we only hit really three things really on the docket. Oh, there's something that I want to talk about so badly. Which one is it? <laughs> Unrealistic expectations. Oh man. Oh man. Let's 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 talk about that. Let's talk about that. Because I've I've been in a situation where someone's had unrealistic expectations of me. Like I'm just like like some of the things I've had to deal with is like you. You don't want me to have female friends at all. I do work in the healthcare industry, which is a female driven industry. I'm bound to make friends with some of these people right or wrong. How can you expect me not to have friends? Like, I think a lot of people have unrealistic expectations of 
of people or let's just say like like for instance this this was this was a situation for me um someone i was dating wanted basically she thought that the man should pay all the bills and hey if he can pay for them that's fine but both of us aren't making a significant amount of money to take care of both you know both both things like that's kind of unrealistic to watch your man or watch your significant other your man your woman whoever whichever role you're in struggle and you not do anything to help like i get it like a man should be a provider but like the man can only provide what he can get you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And like everybody's not rich. Everyone's not a doctor. Everyone's not a a, a a a a stock tycoon or like a business tycoon. Everyone doesn't have money like that. And like in the real world, it doesn't work like that. Like like stuff like that was just just kind of crazy. Or you got to have a certain type of job to be a real man. I was like, a real man has a job, just a job. It doesn't matter what it is. It's a job. Whatever he can provide, that's what he provides. It doesn't. You can't be upset with what they're providing you know yeah providing is providing even if like even if it is one fish like some may, some people may catch a whale the person provided it doesn't matter what it is they provide it like i do feel like people have unrealistic expectations when it comes to a lot of stuff when it comes to dating like do you do you think you have unrealistic expectations or have you been <laughs> go ahead and tell me what is it <laughs> no i think that this is like I think it's still it's different than what you were talking about. Um, I don't. I've had an issue with people just with men not saying with men not doing what they say they're going to do, and I don't think it's unrealistic. Like you said, you were going to do it, so there's nothing unrealistic about me expecting you to do it, and. I actually, so I had this conversation with my therapist and I had this conversation with a couple of my friends who are therapists and they were all saying, well, what are you doing to make them make you these promises that they don't deliver on? And I'm I, I'm still very offended by that question, and I still cannot wrap my head around it. I'm like, what do you mean? What am I doing? Like, I'm not doing anything. Like, if they they're making these promises half the time, like unprovoked by me, and then they're not keeping them. So, what do you mean? What am I doing? Like, I just don't understand. And they're like, well, what are you doing to make them make these promises? And I'm just like, they un- they're like, why do they want to make these promises to you? It's like, because they understand the concept of dating. Like, mm-hmm. it was like one guy, we went out. And so when- we went out at the beginning of the pandemic, like, right before everything had like shut down, but some places were like shutting down voluntarily. And so he was like, he named a place and and that's so that's another thing of me this is something that i learned a long time ago after getting stood up once because i gave a very pricey restaurant that i wanted to go to that apparently the gentleman could not afford and he didn't have the common decency to tell me that i was out of his price range he just decided Mm -hmm. to stand me up and not respond to me that day and later on he 
we ran into each other and he was like, yeah, I was looking at prices and they're expensive. So he said, why don't you just say something? So like something that I've rolled back on my dating expectations, like when people, when guys will ask me about going places, I try to not name specific places, but on like, if you want to go to dinner, I'll say like, I like Italian food. And then now it's up to him to decide, well, can he afford preachy in Buckhead or it's like a super good Italian place in Buckhead on far road. Um, well, everyone says it's super good. Excuse me. I've never been, but I hear very okay. good things about it after being in hospitality for so long and working in Buckhead for so long. Like that was like one of the top Italian restaurants to go to. Um, but yeah, it's like, then I, it's like, okay, you know, I like Italian. So now it's up for him to decide if he can afford Preachy, if he can afford St. Cecilia, if he can afford Olive Garden. So like he, now it takes away some of my expectation of, oh, I'm going to Preachy, but it's like, well, at least I'm getting Italian. But if you'd still take me to Olive Garden, I'm still going to never date you again. But it's like, there's still, I feel like it gives him range to do so. So he decided he was going to, he was, we, he was going to decide where we were going to eat. And he picked a place. I was like, okay, fine. And I, when I, I'm big on planning. Mm-hmm. I really, especially if you're trying to make an impression or let me not even say I'm big on planning in certain situations. So if you're trying to make an impression, planning is a good thing to do. So he was like, yeah, they're, I was like, are you sure they're open? He was like, yes, they're open. So I got there first. I parked my car. I waited for him. When he got there, we walk up, they're closed. And I was just like, like why? And I was like, so how? did you know that they were open? He was like, I said it on their website. And I was like, did you call them? And he was like, no. And I was like, mm. okay. <laughs> Luckily there was a place across the street that was open and we were able to get food there. But I was disappointed. I was disappointed in his lack of planning. Like, you know, it's a, you, you know what's going on with the pandemic. You know that places are closing. And so it would have been best practice to call I still gave him another chance. Um, and we went out a couple more times and then just unprovoked one day we were texting and he was like, next time he was like, next date, let's do something fun. And so again, we could have two different definitions of fun and we can have two different price ranges of fun. And again, we're still in, we were still in the, he was a very much like, pay for everything type of guy. So he was, and so I still, I don't know what his price range of fun is. So I was like, well, what do you consider fun? Like trying to meet him in the middle. And he was like, let's go fishing, boating, or shooting. And I was fine with all of them. I was like, I'm fine with any of those. I was like, please just anything that deals with water. Like you have to let me know ahead of time. Because if my hair is straight, we can't be around water. That's like, that's it. But I didn't say no to anything. I was just like, hey, two of these things are going to deal. They just need a little more planning. Mm -hmm. 
to this day, we have never gone fishing, boating, or shooting. Have I seen him afterwards? Yes, I have. Have we spoken on the phone? Have we FaceTime? Have we text afterwards? Has he told me that he misses me? Yes. But you said that this is what we, you you brought this up. So why has this not happened? Why have you not planned this? Like what I, I don't think it's unrealistic for me to expect you to follow up on what you said you were going to do. And then like furthermore, he he went out of town one weekend and like he had called me the night before he was supposed to get back and he was going to bed and I was like, Okay, um, can you please let me know when you're back in town? He was like, Okay. He never told, I was, or I had asked him, I was like, when are you supposed to get back? He was like, tomorrow. So, okay, can you please let me know when you get back? Never let me know. And then just spoke to me, normal, whenever he spoke to me. And I was like, I asked you to tell me when you got back. And he was like, I told you when I was supposed to get back. And I was like, yes, but when you are supposed to get back and when you actually get back are two different things. And even when I asked him like hey did you make it back his response was like barely as if something had happened <laughs> as if he because he was driving so it's like you could have gotten stopped in wichita alabama somewhere by the clan like he made it sound like something bad had happened and so i was just like and this is why i wanted to know when you actually got back because i actually cared and honestly what I want from that situation is I want changed behavior. Like if you go somewhere and if I ask you again, like, Hey, can you just let me know when you get back? Cause I'm worried. I would just want you to really just make good on that. Just let me know. His response was, I'll make it up to you. I'll take you to dinner. I was again, unprovoked. Cause that's not what I wanted. I just wanted you to tell me when you got back, mm -hmm. but if you're going to offer, then make good on it. Still never went on that dinner. Really? No. And then another time we, so again, we still went out. Like we went out to, he had taken me to this ice cream place that I really liked. And so like one time I had asked him like, Hey, can we go back to, can we go back to the ice cream place? He was like, yeah, sure. What is it? Kill so like, like what? What is it? Kill ones? No, but I've never heard of that one. Now I'm going to have to try it. It is. <laughs> oh my. It starts with like an M it's on like Edgewood. But it's like the uh, the opposite, not Edgewood. Is it on Moreland? It's on Moreland. Mm. And it's like going towards like the Popeyes. Like you got to pass that that Crystals, that Wendy's, that McDonald's, and that Checkers going away from I-20. Like going away from Little Five Point. And I think it starts with the M. But I just, I really liked it. And so I asked him if we can go like going to what you passed the the welcome to east atlanta sign oh okay i know what you're talking about <laughs> i think i know what you're talking about and so i just asked him like hey can we go again and so we went and we started arguing over when the super bowl was in atlanta and i was like it was in 2019 and he was like no that was this year that was this, this year and i was like that was not this year and so he was like, okay, okay, again, completely, I'm just trying to be right about the Super Bowl. That's all I care about. Like, that's it. He, again, unprovoked, was like, oh, if I get it right, you have to take me to dinner. If you get it right, I'll take you to dinner. Oh, I was like, okay, man. Fine. <laughs> so I Googled it on my phone, and I was Atlanta 
2019. He's like, oh, okay, I owe you dinner. So this man has now, he owes me fishing, boating, or shooting, and two dinners. And I haven't seen it, but he's still over here like, I miss you. Boy, if you don't, I like, I had to, like, I addressed it with him. And from the, I, I just, again, I only was accepting change behavior and I just didn't see change behavior. So I was like, this ain't gonna work. I'm sorry. It's just not. And I, but it was like, it was so bothersome to me with my therapist and my two friends. Like, well, what do you do that make men promise you things and not deliver? I don't do anything. They understand <laughs> what the concept of dating is. They are promising me dates and they're just not giving me dates. Almost said my name. I'll bring it out. (laughs) Thank you. They're just like, well, why do why do they promise you these grandiose things? And I was like, dinner is not even grandiose. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't. That really rubs me the wrong way. I don't think that expecting someone, a grown man, to make good on his own promises that he made through his own like unprovoked. I don't think that that's unrealistic i don't think i i I still do not see like where i provoke this in people but i do think that there are the the whole idea of men having to pay for everything throughout this dating process like i do think it is unrealistic because some people there's how long are you all going to be dating how often are you all going to be dating where he just has to pay for everything and plan everything like i'm not i'm just not like that at some point i want to i want to plan something like i want to do something that's special i want to get to know you and test the waters and be like okay we've had you know we've had like three dates and i found out some stuff about him let me see if i can plan something that that he'll enjoy let me see if i can figure it out like let me see if i got this man right like i i don't see how anyone wants someone to just do everything for this extended period of time and then again like read the room know your personnel like if if you know that he doesn't have it if he doesn't have money like that then how can you get upset if he's not giving you the quality or quantity that you're looking for? Like at some point it's just like, yeah, it, it does. It can get unrealistic. Like let's face it. If he drives a, a Saturn, like why are you expecting to get picked up in a Bentley? Like that, it makes no sense. Yeah. Um, definitely. I don't, I think that, I think a lot of things that we think when it comes to like dating and relationship or just just life in general just stem from thousands and thousands and thousands of years of people just doing things a certain way. Like back then, women weren't allowed to work. So, of course, men would pay for all the dates. Now women have rights and they have money and they're free. They can do what they want to do with their money. And I don't think people take an account for that, that every now and then we need to update the rules. We need to update the way we do things like we can't keep doing things the same way just because some someone said this shit 100 years ago. Like, no, like right. we can't. We got to change the rules. And I don't think there's nothing wrong. Like I used to be like that, too. I didn't ever want a woman to do anything for me. But somebody had to put it to me like this. And she was a little older than me. She's like, almost said my name. She was like, 
blank. You have to stop blocking other people's blessings and you have to stop blocking your own. Maybe that person is supposed to do X, Y and Z for you. Like it's okay to be appreciated too Because you're always so busy appreciating everybody else Let somebody appreciate you sometimes And it's, it took me a while to kind of like Get comfortable with it But I started letting her do it And I started letting more people do it And I was just like dang it just kind of It pays itself back Like you you start doing those things for other people too And they do them for you in return Like oh you don't think about the price You don't think about what it is You just do it You know so I exactly. think that for me like that that helped change my life in in a big way to start letting like women do things to me sometimes like instead of letting my pride and my ego and worrying about what people gonna say like don't nobody know who card being swiped i don't ever look at the card when it's being swiped whenever whenever i would take money when i was to working like fast food i just swipe the card i don't care i don't it could be the person it could be my card i would have never fucking known <laughs> I'd have never known. Like no one cares about that type of stuff. Like if you if it's something that you want to do for somebody, do it. Like it ain't gotta be anything crazy, you know. But I do think some people some people do that. And I've been in a, and I think I might have talked about this on here before. I've been in a position where where people were using me for just for a meal or just so they can get it. And I think women know that the rules certain rules are in their favor and they try to manipulate it. And I think people do that. And I don't think that that's right. Like why? Like I go ahead. Again, like it comes from years and years of this is how it was. Again, because at a point there was no other way that it could be. A woman didn't have a job. Women couldn't open bank accounts. Women couldn't apply for credit cards. All of these things. So it was out of necessity. Like I couldn't go anywhere and eat unless it was sponsored by a man. Yep. And I mean, if that's the life you want to live, then you just have to find someone who is willing to provide it. That's it. But you can't sit here and date a man who doesn't think that way. You can't date a man who wants things to be 50-50, but you want things to be 100% on him and you're just there being cute. Like, you have to, that's when it becomes unrealistic. Like, you have to find your lane. Like, you have to find your equal. And so, it's just, and I mean, it goes both ways. It goes for men and for women, because I'm sure that there are expectations that men have of women that certain men will have of women and it's like if that's not what she's on then that's not what she's on and you're just gonna have to find who is on that like that's it yeah and that's pretty much what it is and people don't realize that like you just gotta find what you're looking for but i do think sometimes people think that they're gonna find 100 percent of everything in one person and you're never going to find 100 percent of everything you're looking for in one person and i say that because I don't think anybody ever really has. Like you can find, like you can think, like you know, and people how they people how they feel changes day to day. You know, you may you may find somebody that has money, you may find somebody that has this and, and that. But is that what you really want? Do you want it in this package? But beware of what that package come with. Everything comes with a problem. Everything comes with um, pros and cons. You know. Like you may find a person that's gonna be attractive, but what if this person is broke and they beat your ass or whatever? <laughs> right. Or you may find like like I like I told my friend like everybody want to date like a, a celebrity or all star, but like but that comes with a certain type of lifestyle. There's a good chance you might get cheated on. There's a good people use their money, power, and influence for their benefit. So if you and sometimes it's gonna be at your expense. So when you're dating somebody like that, that that you know what that that oh that I pay all the bills, I get to tell you what to do. You open yourself up for those type of things. Like I'm like, you got to be aware of the cost. Everything has a cost. Everything has something to it. 
but you're never going to find 100% of everything you're looking for in one person. They're going to lack something because nobody is perfect. Absolutely. And that's unreal, unrealistic to expect that. And if you want something from somebody, sometimes you got to tell them what you want. See if they grow into it. Because sometimes that's not just, that's sometimes that's just not who someone is. You got to give people a time to grow. You got to give people time to mature. Like, let's like, for instance, my ex wanted me to be uh, into the church heavy. I'm not in the church heavy because I don't want to be in the church because I've had my experiences. But maybe I'll go for you. Maybe that's something that we can work on. Maybe you can. Maybe we can work towards getting towards that. You know what I'm saying? But like, don't expect me to have everything together all at once. Right. And then you're not even all the way together. Like, what are you bringing to the table? I think it's unrealistic for you to expect things from people when you can't even provide or do these things for yourself. Mm. That's mm. a big thing. And, every, and like that goes for the men, too. Everybody wants and expects things from people, but they're not even willing or able to do these things for their own fucking selves. And like, that's that's pathetic. Like you shouldn't put that the, uh, insurmountable amount of pressure on somebody like that to do things you can't even do. Like that's crazy. Very true, but a lot of people don't want to hear that reality. They don't. And it's like, and people don't. It's sometimes people, they don't have people who will tell them, or they have people, and people just don't listen. Like they don't. They don't want to hear it, so they don't pay attention to it. They don't because everybody wants what they want when they want it. Everybody, most people, I ain't going to say everybody, a lot of people want instant gratification. That's all it boils down to. Some people can't hear no. Everybody wants their way. And I like, it can't be that way. Like, you have to make a sacrifice. It has to be give and take. It has to be compromised. Or nothing you do will work. Like, sometimes you're your own worst enemy. Sometimes being closed-minded and stubborn it can be to your own detriment. Absolutely. And I've dated somebody like that. And that shit is fucking annoying. It feel like you're dating a high school person. It's like, why do I have to keep if I keep telling you like my thing is this ask me is this unreal? I mean, tell me if this unreal is it. If I'm telling you something for your own good, like you know how your mama say, Hey, uh, don't do drugs, don't do drugs. You keep hearing that. <laughs> you keep hearing it, and then you have to hear from somebody else before it's validated. Like, why is that is that unrealistic for me to expect people to 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 listen and understand when I'm speaking to them? I don't think it's unrealistic, but I mean it's like things get again, things get muddled when you have just different types of relationships. Like, you know, there are reasons why we didn't listen to our parents when we were kids or why certain people didn't listen to their parents. It, you know, it's like, you think like, oh, what do they know? They were a kid so long ago, things have changed. So, I mean, I think that there are people who have reasons why they don't want to listen to their partner, whether they're like, well, what would he know? I'm a woman and he's a man. What does he understand about this? Or what would he know? He works in a completely different field than me. So how could he tell me anything about my job? And so I think that people will always have something that makes them feel like they still know best in the back of their mind. But I do think that we need to learn how to let go of some of that and realize that there are people in this world who care about us and they're telling us these things for a good reason and sometimes it's very good to have someone with a different viewpoint than you to tell you to give you a different perspective like and you don't always have to understand you don't always have to agree but the least you can do is try i will say that much the least you can do is try but people will stand in their own way for whatever reasons they have in the back of their mind that's stopping them from thinking that they should listen to 
their significant other. Yeah, people don't. People always think that their significant other is lying to them. I was like, it ain't always that. Or oh, they think that they're trying to be right. Everybody wants to be right. And it's that it just can't be right all the time. And you know, that's like you just you can't there you can't always be right in a relationship. And you can't and you know, people will you people will talk about like if you are having a disagreement or an argument, you shouldn't be the goal shouldn't be for one person to be right and another person to be wrong. It should be that you all should be tackling the problem as a couple, as a unit, and to leave the right and wrong rhetoric at the door because it's not going to solve the problem like it's someone's gonna feel slighted if they're the one who's wrong and i really like i under i get it like i really do understand it but again like how i said there are things that i can understand like logically and it's like oh that makes sense but sometimes your emotions are in there and it hinders your good sense and it just blocks it right out um I mean, I I imagine that other people have that same issue and there are some people who can't get past it. Like after a while, I can I usually can get past it and I can see the other person's viewpoint. But all because you see someone's viewpoint doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that the favorable outcome. Oh, okay, I understand your viewpoint. It's fine. You did what you did. That's not always going to be what it is. But I mean, at least you can come to a Mm -hmm. point of understanding in the least but so many people aren't even willing to do that. They're not even willing to understand because they're so set on I have to be right. Exactly. And like that's that being right is an ego thing. And it just, it just does. It, it isn't it isn't healthy. It isn't healthy it's at not. all. And, you know, you hear everyone say it like pride and ego are like just the killers of relationships. Like you have to exactly. put that stuff to the side. And it's it's hard. It's hard. But again, it it can be very fruitful if you're with the right person and someone who, again, someone who's not going to use you humbling yourself against you, but someone who really cares about you. And again, who is invested in finding a solution and who's not invested in them being right themselves. It's a lot of stuff to balance in relation. Oh, jeez. You okay over there? Yeah, I'm fine. What happened? Oh, I don't know. I think it just kind of blanked out, but I think it's still recording. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, man, this was a good conversation, though. We got to do this again. It was. We got to do this again. Absolutely. I don't know when, but we're going to have to do this again. Yes, I have time now. (laughs) There's that. We might be able to do one. I don't know. I don't know when we're going to do it, but we're going to do it again. I might put this out pretty soon because I don't really have any real edits to make. Besides I'm excited. Those two, I got to go back and, you know, <laughs> like I should have jotted down when I said that one thing, but I didn't. But this was cool. For your it first time, you did pretty the good. Beginning. Yeah, Thank it was. you. It's, it's definitely before the 40 minute mark. I'm going to say it's yes. within the first 20 minutes. Yeah, probably. I'm about to edit that, and I know I got your your almost your name blooper at like one thirty five, <laughs> so I'm about to find that at some point. But we gonna be we gonna, it's gonna be all right though. 
We're going to figure it out some kind of way. Good. Mm. What are you what are you about to do next? Um nothing really. Um yeah, nothing. Watch TV. Mm. I don't know. I think I'm probably going to try to eat or do something. Like my mind is uh, <laughs> just all over the place. <laughs> I have to tell you about it a, l- a little later, but um yeah. Would you got a song of the week? Oh, I for, I really should have thought about that. Um is there anything new I've listened to? No. <sighs> oh, and you know what? I didn't did I look it up? I didn't. I was watching Goodfellas the other day and it was the original of the the Capone song that everyone um, is using on TikTok. The what Capone song? The it's like they use it when like something's happening and something bad happens. It's like oh no, oh no, oh no, 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 like that. I ain't never heard that. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I have to send you a TikTok or something with it, but um. Um, oh, the Capone song is Street's favorite, but it samples like an older song. And the older song was in Goodfellas. And I was watching Goodfellas the other day. And so it just, it dawned on me and I didn't even get the older, I didn't even get what the older song was to even, to even listen to it. Damn. So no, I guess I don't have one. Don't. What what about you? You always have super good ones. Uh, I have this song that I've been listening to a lot lately, and um, it's by this guy. He actually has two, but I don't know what I'm going to which one is going to be. It's called LSD Wave, um, but it's by this guy named Orange Goodman, and I really like it. I would play it now, but I can't really. For whatever reason, the songs aren't playing the way that I want them. I'll have to go back and add them, like in hindsight. But I, I probably won't even add it this time, just to save myself the time. But <laughs> it's, a, it's a good song. I, I'll add it in the. Uh, I'll actually share it to you. Okay. I'll share it to so you can hear it and um, um, have it in your your library and uh, yeah, we're gonna figure it out. Oh. Though. Okay. Where where is it? I don't even. Here we go. I think you'll like. I think you'll like it. (laughs) All right, it's sent. Okay. But anyway, I'm gonna let you get to it. Um, I'll probably hit you in a little bit, and um, we'll go from there. Okay. Have a good night. This was fun. I can't wait to do it again. Oh yeah, this was fun. Me too. I can't wait either. Um, I, I think I think we're gonna have a lot more good conversations in the in the days coming forward. Absolutely. For sure. Um, but yeah, wherever you guys are out there, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night. Because it's always one of those times, no matter where you are in the world. And just remember to be kind to each other. Don't say things you can't take back. Don't be mean to people. And you know. Be mindful of how you treat people because you could do damage and 
not really realize what you're doing until it's too late. And leave things better than you found them. Yeah, leave things better than you found them and try not to just just destroy things, I guess. But that's all the words of advice. But like, share, subscribe, follow, find it on Apple. You know where to find us. Find us on all the DSPs and we'll go from there. Bye. Bye. Good night, everybody.